Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling, proudly brought to you by Changeover, standing at Burwood Stud for Nolan, Christine Denning, a New Zealand Cup winner, Changeover. We've got a big weekend of harness racing action. We've been profiling it all week long. We've got the big WA Pacing Cup, the Grand Circuit event over in uh, Perth tonight at Gloucester Park. We've got the AG Hunter Cup taking place tomorrow night at Melton. Plus, tonight... The Great Southern Staff at the Trotters. Their Trotting Masters Series kicks off for the new season. Heats and final both taking place tonight. So it's a different concept. It's a wonderful concept in my opinion. So there is a lot to focus on. Plus, we've got the big meeting coming through here from Elbion Park tomorrow night. Ten races. Action gets underway from 5.40. Kicking things off today. The communications and membership manager from Elbion Park joins us as she does each and every Friday morning, Kate Butt. And she's online with us now. Kate, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Hey, it's been a busy week. Uh, not only all this Grand Circuit action starting, but the Team Teal campaign officially launched. All the female drivers sporting the Team Teal pants, and that's going to happen right throughout the month of February. And we've got some great ambassadors here in Queensland with Narissa McMullen and Chloe Butler, and I'm sure they're set to do a super job. It's amazing how much this campaign continues to grow each and every year, raising great awareness, and uh, it's going to be the same again for 2022. So there is a lot to look forward to. Yeah, we're really looking forward to um, Team Teal this year. We're um, hosting an event on the last Saturday um, this month um, and, yeah, going to do as much as we can to help promote such a great cause. We've got another great program coming through here tomorrow night. I probably sound like a broken record, but every Saturday <laughs> night there's a lot to look forward to. We've got 10 races tomorrow night. What is your best bet? Yeah, most definitely a good program tomorrow night. I'm actually going to stick with our Team Teal ambassador in race one. Larissa McMullen, I thought she could spare it ain't the money straight to the top, then have options to hold or sit on Tullhurst Ace. Either way, she'll be a great chance at odds. OK, so race one, number five, it ain't the money. We get the money nice and early, hopefully. Is there going to be more to come tomorrow via the club's social pages? Yeah, most definitely. Check out our um, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at The Creek Albion and they'll be on there. All right. Well, really appreciate the time and uh, the update with the tip this morning. Race one, number five. We'll see you trackside tomorrow night. See you then, Chris. Thanks. There's Kate Bunt from Ellibian Park joining us. So 10 races coming through tomorrow night from Ellibian Park. And as I said, action starts at 5.40. I know our next guest, he's excited because this is like Christmas Eve for him. Uh, huge weekend of racing. Gloucester Park tonight. Melbourne tomorrow night. Plus Sydney tomorrow night because the first qualifier for the Chariots of Fire is scheduled to take shape tomorrow night. And Krug, the superstar from New Zealand, is going around in that race. And uh, I'm sure Ryan Spice has cast all of the... Uh, uh, form, or he's cast the eye over all of the form, and he's online with us now. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. How are you, mate? I'm really excited. I'm sure you're excited as well, because there is so many stars to uh, to take shape tomorrow night as far as their racing is concerned. Sydney and Melbourne, which way are you going? Uh, it looks like an absolute feast of a weekend with great racing. Um, yeah, I'm keen to give you my thoughts on the Hunter Cup. Okay, well, let's talk about it. King of Swing, the favourite. He's uh, odds on uh, because of that barrier draw. He's come up with the ace. Is that value or are you prepared to steer around him? Um, he's actually drifted on tab this morning out to $2.15. Um, I'm strongly with King of Swing. I think he definitely is the leader in the race. And there's a gate, 
you know, gate speed wise, it's only really a moderate uh, front line. I'm pretty sure that there's been a few theories that they might get a bit cute with Spirit of St. Louis. I can't see it happening. Um, I think uh, King of Swings, the leader, amazing dream on his back, Artie and the Breeze. I can't see there being, if anyone comes three deep mid early doors, it's, it's really to their own detriment. So, black odds, King of Swing, it's a bet. Okay, so you're keen on King of Swing. Black odds currently available, 2.15 like you just mentioned. So looking at the way you're sort of mapping this race, is there a likelihood it could be a real, you know, um, snooze-fest mid-race? Absolutely. I think the first half of the last mile will be running around 60 seconds. And then if that's the case, they're going to rip home in sub-54 and it'll just be impossible for anything out the back to get into the race. Yeah, and then... In saying that, Lock and Varart can't sit outside King of Swing, and King of Swing couldn't sit outside Lock and Varart. And with that moderate mid-race tempo likely, it makes it almost impossible for Amazing Dream to, to pick up and go late and out-sprint King of Swing. That's exactly how I see it, Chris. And this horse just has an amazing record since joining Team McCarthy. He's had 30, win- 30 starts, 23 wins, and he's won 20 of his 22 starts and leading. The two times he has been beaten... Once was when the stablemate Balraj at Menangle ripped off a 25-second last quarter just to edge him out. And the other time that he was beaten was in the, I'm pretty sure it was the Victoria Cup, where he had gate seven, Anthony Butt was driving, and he worked overtime to get to the front. And then Artie was able to actually drop onto his back at 800. So, you know, they're pretty outstanding numbers, and I'm confident he wins this race more than 50% of the time. Okay, so King of Swing firmly for you. Is there anything else on that program at Melton or Menangle or even Albion Park that takes your fancy? Yeah, Chris, my best of the weekend comes up on that Melton program. I'm really keen that in the Mercury 80 final, which is a $50,000 race, again for Team McCarthy, I'm strongly with Cash and Flow, who's currently $1.90 with Tab, so that's race four, number nine on Saturday night. Jack Culligan takes a drive. He'll press forward. I think he'll have to sit outside them this week, but he's the class runner, and uh, um, I'm sure he's the one to beat. Okay, so you, you were keen on better Robin last week. She duly saluted. So you're sticking with that combination of McCarthy and Jack Kelligan. Any thoughts last week on, on the tactics pre-race with uh, Cash and Flow? It seemed to generate a lot of discussion. Your thoughts on that? I actually didn't catch that interview live. Um, so yeah, I understand that he indicated he was going to go back, but then. He just ripped straight to the front. So, uh, you know, it's, it's cat and mouth at times. Um, but I was, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked that there was a suggestion that he'd go back, I suppose. Yeah, it seems that way. Uh, anything at Albion Park tomorrow night? Uh, I thought Girl From Oz looks like a decent bet. So that's uh, race five, number six. Obviously, we're operating without a market at the moment. She's a consistent mayor. I think she'll press forward. And this is a $21,000 race. So I think if we can get around three three fifty for her, um, she could be a good bet on the program. All right. Race five, number six, girl from Oz. And that starts the uh, the main tab quaddy tomorrow night for Albion Park. Does Krug win again tomorrow night or is it a tough ask from that draw? Uh, I've been pondering this all week, Chris. Um, I love this horse. I think he's an absolute beast. I think you'll have to do more work to get up outside them this week. Um, but if we sort of draw that line that maybe he was 90% fit last start, he sat in the chair, broke 50. If he improves off that effort, he, yeah, he wins again.
Okay, Krug for you there in that Hondo Grattan Sprint, the first qualifier for the Chariots of Fire. A lot to look forward to over the weekend. Really appreciate the time this morning. Looking forward to the chat again next week. No worries, can't wait. There's Ryan Spice joining us, our resident pro punter, who joins us each and every Friday morning, giving us uh, his thoughts for the weekend. So his best bet, cash and flow, race four, number nine at Melton tomorrow night. His other uh, bet was Albion Park, race five, number six girl from Oz. And for the Hunter Cup, he's really keen on the chances of King of Swing. The man that gives us all of the odds each and every week. He's fresh back from holidays and he joins us this morning as Jared Daffney. He's online now. Jared, good morning. Morning, Chris. It's a busy weekend for harness racing fans. All starting tonight. We start over in the West. We've got that great Southern Star meeting at Melton. And then tomorrow night, a huge program coming through from Melton. A lot to look forward to. Yeah, there's, uh, well, it's a good race in the West. And you're quite right, the doubleheader at Melton. Uh, it's always an interesting concept uh, that they have there with those, uh, those heats tonight. And then the final the same night. So looking forward to that. Just on that, uh, just from a punning perspective, it, it obviously makes it hectic for you guys. You've got to analyse the heats and then you've got to quickly frame the market for the final, wait for that barrier draw. But at the same time, it is something that's very different and unique, but in a good way. Yeah, it is. And the other thing too, Chris, and we've seen this over... I don't know how long this has been running, this, uh, this series... But people embrace it. Now, you can watch the heats and make up your own mind. The coverage now is fantastic. Uh, so, you know, the analytics of it all, they've got all of the experts there that go go into it once they do the barrier draw for the for the final. And, you know, who would have taken benefit from, from the heat? Um, who's likely to win? They're really, really good betting races. And you would think that once we had the two heats and we don't have the final up... Um, that the final would be quiet. But, no, that's not the case. Once we fire the final up, they're into it. Yeah, OK. Well, we'll touch on those heats in just a moment. Let's talk about the WA Pacing Cup. Uh, this is race number five tonight coming through from Gloucester Park and it promises to be an absolute ripper. No Eastern State horses. The borders are closed, so it's all the locals over there, but it will still be a very keenly contested event. Miracle Moose, 850. Mighty Conqueror, 850. Hampton Banner, 41. Belle Catherine, 23. Papanick 21, Magnificent Storm 480, Wild West 126, Hurricane Harley 41, Diego 71, Minstrel 480, Chicago Bull the favourite 380, Petronas Star $7. So where's the money going with the WA Pacing Cup? This has been a very interesting betting race. Now, normally over there, they anything off the front row that's well in the market toughens up. Mighty Conquer, I suppose you'd think fits the bill there, but no, that's not the case. 4.50 out to 8.50. Uh, we've got Magnificent Storm. It's been a, a decent drift as well. Uh, 3.50. It was the favourite. It's out to 4.80. Now, there's a preference for two runners here. One is Minstrel, $6 into $4.80, and the other one wouldn't surprise Chicago Bull. Every time he goes around, uh, he's been back for, for many seasons now, and punters have reaped the benefits of that. But I wasn't quite sure what they'd do with him tonight, but uh, he's now favourite, 450 into 3.80. So the two that they want to be on, uh, Minstrel number 10 and 11, Chicago Bull. Okay, we spoke with Gary Hall Sr. yesterday on Mobile Rolling. He's really happy, really confident with Chicago Bull. With the barrier draw earlier this week, there was two marbles left. It was him and Miracle Moose, uh, and the gates left were 1 and 11. So Miracle Moose got gate 1, and uh, Chicago Bull left with that second row draw, two off the second row. He did say yesterday if he drew Gary, uh, barrier 1, Gary Hall Sr. was declaring Chicago Bull tonight. Oh, right. Okay, so obviously mm. the horse is going very well. Yeah, they're, they're confident. So that will be a very good race tonight. So 
Minstrel, he won the Fremantle Cup last start, looking to do the big double there, but he's got to overcome the inside of the second row. Those two races tonight we were just talking about earlier for the Great Southern Star, the Trotters, the Star Trotters stepping out. So races three and a four tonight at Melton. And looking at heat number one, Jared, Tornado Valley, who won it last year, he's at $2.80. He's got the uh, inside gate there, gate one. Others of interest here, Lot of Muscle, $6.50. Sundon's Courage, $12. Wobbly, $7.50. Always Ready at six. Uh, rules Don't Apply, $5.50. Vacation Hill, $9. So they're the key runners here. Any sort of early interest? Well, Tornado Valley's been around about that mark since the prices went up, so he's 280. A lot of muscles are drifted, five out to 650. Sundon's Courage. Now, every time Sundon's Courage goes around, uh, there is money for him. Chris, irrespective of what he's in and what price, 31 into 12. So they've had a couple of cracks there, so it might be one to look at definitely if you're taking exotics. And the other one that's well and truly in the market is Rules Don't Apply, number eight, uh, $6 into $5.50. So... They haven't really come with a rush for anything there. Uh, and even the Sundowns Courage, a lot of um, small each-way bets there. But favourites held its place in the market. But I think they're having a bit of trouble working this race out, to tell you the truth. OK, race four is heat two. The favourite currently is Majestuoso, 2.30. Just over I'm Ready Jet, 2.70. Uh, others in the market, we've got... Uh, the penny drop $16, Temporali at $9.50, Illawong Stardust at $9, $10 Majestic Man. So any sort of lead here in Heat 2? There is. Things have changed around uh, rather significantly here. Now, when the market went up, I'm ready. Jet from the pole was $2.30. Majestuoso was $3. Uh, got into $2.80, $2.70. Overnight, $2.30. Favourite now. As a result of that, I'm ready. Jet right out to $2.70. Sprinkling of interest for Illawong Stardust. Now, open at uh, 26, got into around about the 9 or $10 mark. Still $9 uh, there, but most of that was each way, Chris. But uh, it would be fair to say that it's a standout with punters there, Majestuoso. OK, so their race is three and four tonight, and the final will be race number race nine. nine. So yep. Yeah, OK. So you'll have that market up as soon as that barrier draw is done? That's right, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's too. Well, I won't. Mel I won't. But the boys. The boys will. will. Yeah. The boys okay. and girls. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's yeah, have a look true. at uh, tomorrow night. Um, we've got that big race coming through from uh, Menangle, which is the first qualifier for the Chariots of Fire. Krug is the favourite. This comes through as race number four for memory, or race five. Uh, Krug. Got to check. Race five. Race five. Is race. Yeah. 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 This yeah. race. He's five, odds yeah. on there. Yeah, he is. Uh, looks like punters and bookies are happy to take him on here. Now, he opened at 165. Normally, you get a bite straight away uh, if they think uh, they'll win. That hasn't been the case. He's out to 175. The one they have been keen on here, Chris, is number eight. Better call me. $8. A couple of moves has it into $4.80 now. So it's actually the second pick. It's uh, overtaken uh, Tishan Raider, which is at 550 $7 for spring any step, and, and that's pretty much it. The rest are double figures or better. But small drift there for the favourite. The interest is with number eight, Better Call Me.
Okay, so Krug 175, Better Call Me now into 480, Titian Raider 550, and Spring in His Step, the Victorian, he's at $7. So that's the uh, Hondo Grattan race number five tomorrow night. And uh, the second of the qualifiers taking place tomorrow night, uh, next week, I should say, which is the Pale Face Adios. And that will be a very strong race, no doubt about it. Uh, there will be several uh, eyeing a spot there. Speaking of uh, the Chariots of Fire, there's also that lead-in race coming through tomorrow night from Melton, which is the, uh, the Bonanza. We'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, a huge program tomorrow night, highlighted by the Hunter Cup. Let's go through them. We'll start with race five before we get to the Hunter Cup. The pure steel here, Jared. Our millionaire, the favourite at 360. Uh, just looking at others of interest here. We've got Like a Wildfire, 440. $7 from Boy from Bondi and Tango Tara. 850 about Major Roll. They're the major players at this point in time. Where's the money going? Is it with well, our millionaire? The scratching here, Supreme Dominator, was well and truly in the mix. I think it was about a six or seven dollar chance. It came out, so twelve cents came out of the market. But uh, our millionaire, uh, double figures when the market first went up, ten dollars. Now it's into three dollars sixty, as you just pointed out there. The rest haven't really changed that much on the back of that scratching. Uh, Tango Tara is actually a drifter, six out to seven dollars. Like a wildfire is three ninety eight to four forty. So it had a few ahead of it in the market, our millionaire. Rock solid now at three dollars sixty from barrier two. Okay, so uh, rock solid there. Our millionaire, race six tomorrow night, the four-year-old Bonanza, group one race, and the winner of this race will force their way into the chariots of fire. Odds on favourite here, Bondi lockdown, $1.85. Kimball, who's got the ace, he's at five fifty. dollars uh, $4.40, beyond a delight, right in the mix. And Act Now, who's fresh up here, but he's on a run. He's uh, claimed several group ones last season. He's at $7.50. Interestingly, both Bondi lockdown and Act Now clashed in a trial last week at Miraburra. So uh, barrier draws haven't been kind for either, but Bondi Lockdown with that front row draw, the favourite, 185. And he's the one they want, 210 into 185. I'll just mention a couple of those others before we get to act now. Kimball from the pole there, 440 out to 550 at the moment. Uh, Beyond Delight, uh, barrier eight has moved outwards, 380 out to 440. And act now, just a little change, eight into 750, but... Uh, most of the momentum there is clearly with Bondi Lockdown now and odds on pop at 185. OK, the big one is race seven. This is the AG Hunter Cup. King of Swing, $2 currently. Triple eight, eight, our Uncle Sam, 101. Spirit of St. Louis, 850, or Spirit of St. Louis, which either school you went to. Phoenix Prince, 101. Lochinvar Art, 7. Expensive Ego, the early scratching. Amazing Dream, 390. Macdan, 61. Willie Go West, 41. Supreme Dominator, 151. He gains the start with the scratching of Expensive Ego. Malcolm's Rhythm, 101. Max Delight, $81. Where's the money uh, going here, Jared? I just get the feeling our men are very, very keen to take on this favourite. Now, at various stages, it was odds on. 185 was the shortest it got. This is after the barrier draw. Got as high as 215 overnight, but it's back into $2. But it just seems they're, uh, they've got itchy fingers to take it on. There's been some interest in a couple of others. Triple eight beside, drawn beside, King of Swing. 850 into $8. Spirit of St. Louis or St. Louis. Um, did touch $10 at one stage. It's back into eight fifty. Lock and Var Art obviously creates plenty of interest. Six fifty out to $7. You mentioned Expensive Ego is out. But the one that they have been very, very keen on is the Mayor, Amazing Dream. And she was five fifty 
once the barrier draw was announced, she was quickly into 460-380. Just edges back out to 390 this morning with the percentages starting to, to uh, tighten up a little bit. But she's the one they want to be on to beat that five. Okay. So that's interesting that there's just a, a slight move away from King of Swing. Just mm. reading in between the lines here, Jared. the Ballarat Cup was full of moves. It was a great spectacle. There was action aplenty. I'm starting to think this race tomorrow night could be the complete opposite. Yeah, uh, it's hard to know. 2760, yeah. I suppose, does raise a few question marks for a few of these. You know what you get with Amazing Dream. And it looks like all of the, the mappers have got uh, her coming out on the back of King of Swing and then and then getting a run at some stage in the race. But one thing that sticks out to me, and I don't know whether you agree with this or not, but you're getting some very, very big horse, uh, odds horses that have been more than competitive at this level and have been racing well of recent times. So uh, I don't know what will happen tomorrow. He'll go around favourite. I just don't know how, how short he'll be. It looks like uh, they've gone cold on Lock and Varad at the moment. Maybe they want to see him win a race before they launch into him. Um, Triple H's been backed, and, and of course the other one, Spirit of St Louis, which every time they run a cup, it wins. Mm, yeah, indeed. He is the defending champ as well, Lock and Varad, so it'll be interesting to see if he can mm. bounce back into the winner's circle. He's had the two runs back so far following his victory in the Hunter Cup last year. Race number eight, the Ladyship Cup for the Mayors here, Group 1 feature. Winner of this race will force their way into the Ladyship Mile up in Sydney in a few weeks' time. And Spellbound is the favourite here, 260. I'm off and gone, who's been awesome at a pass, two five dollars uh, Others in the mix here, we've got Majita at $9, Sweet Louise, $3.70, and Fairy Tinkerbell in the mix at $6. Where's the money going? Well, Spellbound has been around about that 260 mark, so um, favourite there at the moment. I'm often gone. You mentioned uh, how well uh, she's been going. Seven fifty into five dollars. Uh, Barry Full Rogue Wave thirty one into twelve. The other ones in the market: uh, Sweet Louise, Big Drift two seventy out to three seventy. Fairy Tinkerbell has remained around about that six dollar mark. So it looks like uh, they've got a set. This is the punters against Sweet Louise, Big Drift three uh, two seventy out to three seventy. Favorite solid, but a very very healthy respect for I'm often gone. Uh, barrier three there at five dollars okay that's going to be a good betting race as we get closer to start time there tomorrow night the other feature tomorrow night is race nine the gold chalice for the three-year-old fillies many of these fillies eyeing off uh the new south wales oaks in the coming weeks the favorite is a more vita last start group one winner one dollar seventy just hope 240 nine dollars for the uh the uh well-drawn beach life here and then we're going out to double the figures where's the money going in this race well, it looks to be a racing two, doesn't it? When these two opened up, they were very, very close in the market. Just, uh, just hope was two dollars ten. A more Vita at one ninety. It's into one seventy now. A more Vita out to two forty. Just hope all one way traffic for a more Vita. Just looking at what I've been looking at, it might even start shorter come tomorrow night. Okay, very classy filly there, Nathan Purden, and Chris Elford combining. And the feature tomorrow night of the open class race tomorrow night at Albion Park is race number four. Just going through this market. Let's catch me if you can. $15, Saucy Dream 61, Rock and Roll Icon 51, Black Sedans 260, Mr. Freeze 31, Deus X6, Governor Jujon 290, Feeling for a Rainbow 101, Ideal World 21, Speeches Silver last week's winner, 550. The favourite though, Black Sedans at $2.60. Good race, isn't it? Two favourites mm. of both eased somewhat. Black Sedans, 240 out to 260. And Governor Ju 
Jew John 278 to 290. The one that's toughened up is uh, Jewess X 850 into $6. Aside from that, uh, Speech of Silver's 550. It's 5 out to 550, but there's a little bit of interest in it. But two faves on the drift, and quite clearly the one that punters want to be with early is uh, number six, Jewess X. Okay. Uh, Blacks are dance. Pete McMullen staying in town. We uh, spoke with him earlier in the week on mobile to rolling. They've got that runner in that qualifier tomorrow night in Sydney, Uncle Shank. But he's staying loyal, stays in town. So there might be a lead there for Blacks and dance mm. for those that are keen to play in that race. What are the best back? If we're building a multi this weekend, Jared, where are we going? Well, I've got three for you. Uh, uh, all at Melton. One tonight. Uh, race four, number two, Majestuoso. Currently at $2.30. And then tomorrow night, race six, number six, Bondi Lockdown, currently at 185. And the one we just spoke about, race nine, number six, Amor Vita, uh, which is now $1.70 pop. So three there, all at Melton, uh, one tonight and two tomorrow night. Okay, so 230, 185, 170. They're the prices right now. That's it. Okay, that'll do us. Beautiful. Great to have you back, Jared. Looking forward to chatting next week. Uh, the focus will switch to Sydney because they'll have a host of features as we get closer to the Miracle Mile, so there'll be a lot to talk about. But uh, great to have you back. Enjoy the weekend. I'm sure you're going to be flat out, though. Yep, will be, and look forward to next Friday. Thanks, Chris. There's Jared Daffy from Tab joining us right now. You can check out those prices by going online, tab.com.au. You'll find all of the prices under the harness racing uh, section there. Darren Clayton's about to join us now and we're going to focus on this big meeting at Albion Park tomorrow night and we'll touch straight away on that free-for-all race number four. Black Sedan's the favourite over Governor Jujon, but as Jerry just outlined, both a little easy. The solid runner in betting is Deus Ex. Darren Clayton joins us. Darren, good morning. Hey, good morning, Chris. Good morning, listeners. It's a huge weekend of racing and we'll focus firstly on Albion Park tomorrow night. What are your thoughts on the open race four? Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised, to be honest, that that money uh, has come for Deus Ex. He's certainly um, going well, that's for sure. But, geez, he, he has no favours out there in gate number six. And yet yeah, to, to really be uh, to proven at the free-for-all stage, uh, he was mighty brave last week, that's for sure, when he ran second to Governor Jujon. Um, only draws one gate inside Governor Jujon this week. So... Um, I think he can certainly uh, run a place. I don't think he can win. I, I think Black's a dance. I think this race is ideal for him. Um, hasn't really had much luck in his past three starts where he's drawn, drawn the second line. We know he loves to roll out in front. And uh, last time he drew the lead, that was four starts back, and he ran a sub-51 mile. He, he was able to go 150.9 on that occasion. Um he might cop a little bit of early pressure just to get across. Let's catch me if you can. But I think he just bullies his way to the front. And if he can run anywhere in sort of the 151 and a half mark, I don't think they catch him. So I'm firmly in the corner of Black Dance. Governor Jujon, he's just um, gets no favours from gate seven. Speech is silver. Um, the bigger field, up to 10 runners, might just go against him with his pattern and, and where he positions in the run from the second line. So um, he's certainly got a swooping shot if they go too hard. He, he, um, that's his pattern. But for me, Black's a dance. I think he leads and I think he wins. OK, so good confidence there. I've just got a text saying that Governor Jujon is scratched. OK, so well, there we go. That Governor Jujon is an early scratching, which is unfortunate because it uh, certainly takes a, a lot out of that race. But... Uh, certainly increases your confidence now. Yeah, certainly. And um, if he 
like like I said, I, I think he gets to the front, does Black's a dance, and from there, I, I don't know who puts the pressure on him. You don't, you can't see um, Deus Ex really wanting to come out and sit outside um, Black's a dance and, and try and beat him in his own game. I think that will just bring him undone himself. So, yeah, the, the confidence there now much higher with Black's a dance. So, yeah, I think it's a, a put in take out for me. All right, very keen there, Blacks are dance now, in particular with that uh, news coming through that Governor Jujon is a scratching. What is your best bet tomorrow night on this 10-race card? Yeah, there's actually a couple there tomorrow night I'm keen on, Chris, and um, one of those is in race number five. Oh, race number five, I'm looking the wrong way after that race. It's race number three, and it's horse number one, Letissier. Um I don't think he has the speed to lead, but I think that's probably a good thing here over the 2,100-metre trip. He's got a great record at the trip. He's had four starts at Albion Park over the 2,100. He's won, uh, well, he's won four of those He's from five attempts. I think the announcer gets to the front and can just roll them, up, roll them along. And I'm not confident that the announcer's going real good. I thought he got his chance last time out in front. If Letizia gets the passing lane or some gaps with a bit of momentum, I think he's a really good bet. Race three, number one, Letizia. OK, so that's another good uh, opportunity for Nerissa McMullen. Kate Butt was keen on It Ain't the Money in Race 1, and uh, that runner is from the stables of Nerissa McMullen. So too, Letizia. What are the others that take your fancy then? Yeah, and another one that's probably likely to get a similar trip to Letizia, and that's in race eight, horse number one, Go Lightly. Um, he was four back against the fence in the race last week when Manila Playboy was rolled by uh, Rock Bottom. He was on the back of Rock Bottom, and when Rock Bottom found the gap and sort of slid through, Go Lightly was following him through but didn't come straight out off and stayed to the inside, and that just cost him a little bit of momentum and then when he did really see some space he was stronger the line to grab a placing behind uh, rock bottom in that race he follows out behind well he's drawn gate one gate two high voltage newcomer to queensland joins the graham dwyer stable uh, a good gate speed horse he's first up without a public trial since uh, early december so i think he might just be a little bit vulnerable he's not sure as long as he gets a little bit of pressure, I think Juddy Douglas can probably push through on the back of high voltage. And if he then rolls forward and, and tries to sit outside high voltage, Go Lightly's going to be dressed and ready to dance up that passing lane. So I think he's a good go as well, race eight, number one. OK, so race eight, number one, Go Lightly. Was there anything else? Yeah, and the other one, Major Fernco, I think he's dropping back in class uh, significantly here and um, ignore his figure form. He's going much, much better than that figure form suggests. Um, he might have been last or second last across the line last week in the race won by Governor Jujon, but you have a look at his individual splits. He's broken 55 and 27 for each of his 800 and 400 metre splits. That's really strong going and uh, back into this greater race I, I think he gets every chance. So I'm really keen on him as well. Race 6, number 4, Major Fernco. Okay, so you're keen on a few then. If we're putting a, 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 a quaddy together tomorrow night, races five through eight, race five looks fairly open. Ryan was keen on the chances of Girl from Oz earlier. How did you see the opening leg if we're playing? Yeah, I think it's definitely a, a chance in four, I thought, and Girl from Oz certainly in there, and she gets every chance. She's the class mayor. It's uh, probably one of the age-old uh, questions, can class... 
can class beat the map? And I, I think it certainly can. I think she's got bling, gets the opportunity to finally win one. She's been runner-up her last four. Uh, goal kicker number two, the likely leader. That'll give she's got bling first shot at that passing lane. Girl from Oz probably sits outside of her and, and is tough enough to win that race. And then you throw in number eight, Dance in the sun not really sure where this mare is at she's been beaten a f- uh, as the favorite at her past three so um she's certainly proving very costly but might just be her opportunity here to be chasing rather than uh being chased so um a, a turnaround in form certainly would not surprise me so we'll play play wide one two six and eight okay one two six eight race six you're keen on major fernco we going one out or do we need some yeah. insurance I'd be happy to go one out, but the insurance certainly there with number five, Ahoka Chopper. I thought it was probably a race in two between those two horses. Ahoka Chopper stuck to the inside last week, held on for third behind Governor Jujon. He's a gate-speed horse. He's been a little bit versatile, so uh, he really is the only major main danger to Major Fernco for me. So it'll be four and five in that second leg. Okay, race number seven, another one for the Mares over the mile. Looks fairly open again. How did you see it? Yeah, another really open one, and this is, um, I guess, the ballot division or second division of that uh, race five mayor's event. I thought Heavenly Wisdom gets her chance. Forget her run on Tuesday. She got buried away and was never in it. She'd placed uh, in three runs in succession at that stage, and um, she's a gate speed, and, and I think she finds the front relatively easily in this race. There's not much speed drawn to her inside, so she gets a cheap lead and then just able to... Um, not cop any pressure, which I can't foresee. I think she's hard to beat. A whole lot of Rosie gets back to Mare's only company. This is her first shot at that for a few starts, so um, she'll certainly be better suited um, by that. Smoke My Motor, Gate 5, only lightly raced and has just the two wins, so this might be a little bit harder. And, and don't discount Miss Mia from Gate 8. She was a passing lane winner on Tuesday and has been in super consistent form, so she might be able to poke through somewhere as well. So Playing wide again, four, five, eight, and ten. Four, five, eight, and ten there, and you're keen on the chances of go lightly and raise eight. Are we going one out? Yeah, I'm pretty keen to go one out with him, Chris. I think uh, he gets every opportunity tomorrow night. He's he's been thereabouts in recent starts, and I think this one profiles beautifully for him tomorrow night. So we'll bring it home one out with number one go lightly. Okay, going one out there. So just playing uh, those numbers, if you were uh, keen tomorrow night, first leg, one, two, six, eight. Second leg, four. And if you wanted to go a little wider, you can throw in the five. In the third leg, four, five, eight, ten. And we bring it home with Go Lightly. That race features an early scratching of Soho Sinatra. So that's an important early scratching because he was certainly in form and a leading chance there, but he comes out. And the other early scratching, important early scratching, Governor Jujon out of the open, race number four. So... A lot to look forward to. If we were going to uh, go hard with Albion Park, you do the dashboard each and every week on the RQ website. What are we uh, looking forward to tomorrow night? Who's the driver in focus? Yeah, well, I thought you could toss the coin, and there's probably a good chance that they drive most of the card tomorrow night, the McMullen siblings. I've got Narissa as the driver to follow. I think it ain't the money can win race one. I think Letitiaire. Um, she's got bling, certainly a good chance and, and don't discount Kingdom Come in the last, the trotter um, he loves to swoop home over the top and, and the small fur will certainly suit him so I thought Narissa gets an opportunity tomorrow night and I thought Pete will certainly go well but Narissa's the dashboard driver to follow, especially with the Team Teal in focus over the next few weeks Yeah and she started off she's one of the ambassadors and she started off plenty of winners already this week 
Yes, yeah, certainly is. And um, whenever she's been able to um, um, get into one of these roles where she's an ambassador, she's done the, the um, Team Teal before. She was a few years back. There was the, uh, another foundation she was helping out. She always seems to go well. So um, looking forward to the next six weeks on how many winners she can boot home. All right, well, you can find all of that information with the dashboard on the website if you go to racingqueensland.com.au. Darren, really appreciate the time. Have you got a tip for the Hunter Cup before I let you go? Yeah, I'm keen on the mare, Amazing Dream. Um, I think gets that perfect trip in behind King of Swing. I think she'll be right on his back, and, and we've seen before that she can knock off the boys in these big races, and uh, I'm certainly keen on her chances a dual Group 1 winner in the winter up here last year. I think she can take another scalp here tomorrow night. Okay, so you're going with race seven, number eight, Amazing Dream in the Hunter Cup. Darren, really appreciate it. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk again next week. Yeah, looking forward to it, Chris. Thank you.